good day, and welcome to Sea to Ski with Sarah and T, putting the P in professionally managed vacation rentals. This is the Vacation Rental Management Professionals Podcast, coming to you from the Outer Banks of North Carolina and from the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. I'm Sarah Bradford from Winter Park and Steamboat Springs. And I'm Tim Cafferty from the Outer Banks of North Carolina and Sandbridge, Virginia. Together, we bring you the first podcast focused solely on professionally managed vacation rentals across the nation, or as we like to call it, Sea to Ski with Sarah and T. In the next 30 minutes, we hope you'll join us on our journey as we dive into issues affecting folks like us, the professional vacation rental manager, allowing you to run your business more effectively, make more money, and most importantly, have fun doing it. We are back for the last episode of the year. Season 2 will begin in a couple of weeks, but we have episode number 12 for you today, and we are better than ever. I'm Tim. And I'm Sarah. And Sarah, we are going to be almost like every other podcast, television show, radio program, or whatever. You've got to have a countdown for the end of the year. So we're going to talk about 2017 just for a minute. And then talk about 2018. This week's episode is predictions for 2018 in the vacation rental business. We've got a lot here. And I think what we're going to do is kind of throw it out there and say, will that be a thing or not? We'll see. Maybe we can grade ourselves in a year. But before we get to that, what about 2017? What surprised you? Was it a good year for you, by the way? It was a great year. Fantastic. I finished building my house. I started a podcast with Tim. I got Steamboat off the ground which is exciting. Wow, good for you. It was a good year for me too. We chronicled in the last episode. I married the love of my life. My kids are healthy. My businesses are flourishing. Things are going great. I'll tell you what surprised me, the amount of work it takes to put a podcast together. I think folks think that we're just going to show up, we're going to chit-chat. There's a lot of work that goes into this <laughs> in spite of what you might think in listening to us. I calculated it out for every 30 minutes it's nearly five hours of work. And, and to be clear, five of those hours is four of them are Tim's hours because he edits the whole thing. That's I just help write the content and I put it on Facebook and the website. That's why sometimes it's hard when people say, I really like your podcast, but your audio is not quite right. It's like, just for the record, everybody, we are loving doing this <laughs> and it's right. making us sharpen our saw. But we are not making any profit from doing this. So when I say I had a good year financially, it has nothing to do with the podcast. That's right. This is a time suck. So you yeah. could have been making money elsewhere when you were uh, talking to me on the uh, Skype or whatever we're doing it on. We're getting better on the technical stuff. And you know, thanks to our peeps, uh, Scott Colson, shout out to him. Friend from Florida says you guys have really hit your stride. Love that. And uh, Mike Copps uh, from VRMA says he listens to every episode and loving every minute of it. And I also got a comment the other day I have to share as well. Amy Highnote, who was on two episodes ago, they asked me if she was related to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> so I had never thought about it before they said that. She does she sound, she feel. sounds just like her. She really does. She does. I, and I said, I don't even know what Miley Cyrus sounds like. I'm very <laughs> proud of that. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to my brother then, the doctor at the Mayo Clinic. He's been listening to my podcast. Hi, Mark. Aww. And that's pretty cool. And he said he's sharing some ideas with his hospital staff because I guess we're talking about issues that don't just affect vacation rental managers, 
but they affect anyone in the customer service business. So I thought that was quite a compliment. He got really excited about the bloodborne pathogens. Let's put it right. He did. He wants to be a guest speaker about <laughs> the blood and what to do about the blood. It's serious. So this week's episode is predictions for 2018. you have anything else on 2017 you want to say? No, I'm good. All right. Well, done with that year. So we've tirelessly worked on this, <laughs> looked at a lot of websites and seen what's going on. We've looked at a bunch of things. And so we've got a number of, we'll just call them line items. We're going to throw them out there and I'll say, you think that's going to be a thing or not? We'll start with this one. There will be new software charges for operators as software companies try to figure a way to take a bigger slice of the pie. What do you think, Sarah? Well, it's funny. We wrote this content before the announcement on HomeAway. So I'm going to say yes. Ding, 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 ding. This is going to be a true prediction for 2018. They want more and more money. Their investors are demanding. They make more and more profits every quarter. We're going to see them act irrationally, at least it seems to us, because they need to show they're making more money. I worked for a publicly traded company, and I remember this mindset clearly. It was either cut expenses or increase income. There is no in-between. Flat is not good. (laughs) They want to know not only what we're going to do here as we wrap up the fourth quarter of 2017, they want to know what Q2 looks like in 2018. And how are we going to get there? And so publicly traded companies, it's serious. And you can bet your bottom dollar. I have a prediction related to that to software companies. I said five years ago, there will be a time in the near future they will charge us per booking. Whether they had anything to do with it or not, the software company is going to change their model. A lot of them go on per house. I'm going to tell you, it's going to change to a per booking in the future. And you know, Tim, there's a very big difference between a mom-and-pop-owned company like yours and mine, where we truly care about our employees, our customers. We decide if we want to make a bigger profit or a smaller profit, maybe give some back, however we want to do it, than a publicly traded company. When I hear people say, oh, but this said company doesn't seem to care about us anymore. Of course they don't care about you. They never did. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Next prediction. You ready, Tim? Yep. I think Vacasa one of those virtual managers out there. You guys have heard of them. I think Vacasa is going to get purchased by a big player, a much bigger player like an Expedia or Priceline. What do you think? Hmm, That's not a bad one. They have put themselves out there as kind of a savior to the mom and pop operations that may be thinking about getting out. They've acquired, gosh, I've lost count. And so they definitely set themselves up to be noticed by people by like Priceline. We were talking in our last episode about making sure your financials look good so if you're ever going to sell something, I would bet you Vacasa definitely has a portfolio, so to speak. So not a bad one. It could be. How yeah, about- you're right. you got to vote. Okay. I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your next one? All right. How about Vacasa and uh, other virtual managers may not get the traction they're hoping for? and maybe have a little bit of a step back in 2018. See, I think that's true. I think that's going to come true, and I think that's why they'll be purchased, because I don't think they have the buying power that they're displaying. So I think that's true. I think virtual managers, it'll, it might take another year, but I think owners will see that doesn't work well in our, in our industry. It's going to be interesting to see. We'll have to grade this a year from now, the end of Season 2, to see how we did on these predictions. Investors have very short tolerance when it's involving the kind of money we're talking about here. Was it $103 million that Vicasa just picked up in October? 
Yeah. Folks want to see a return on that. Okay, how about related to this? As an individual vacation rental manager, you're going to have to raise your game or you're going to get more pressure to get out. Just check with Matt Landau. Did you see his offering last week? Basically, if you're not truly passionate about your vacation rental business, you need to either sell it or you need to give it away. That was, yeah, that was a I little think, harsh. Yeah, that was harsh, but I think that's how Vacasa and others have bought all these companies. If you're not measuring, like we talked in our last podcast, you're not always changing, looking at what's going on in the industry and figuring out how you can make your listings, your owners, your guests happier, then you're going to get bought or you're going to have to close your doors. So I'm going to say, ding, ding, ding. That's true. Yeah, half-butted. Didn't okay. want to get it. Uh, I, I agree with you there. I think there's a lot of folks who need to do some soul searching about what they're doing right now. Soul. Isn't that a song? Soul, sister, soul, sister. Okay. Uh, like anyway, my next one. Tim, for you, is I think that VRBO is going to have to mess with their booking fee, the guest booking fee, the traveler booking fee, as travelers figure it out. I don't see how that can sustain itself as we, the vacation rental managers, are getting word out to the public that they're paying an inordinate amount of extra just because they booked on VRBO. One of the things we did in preparation for this was to read, you know, as much as we could, HomeAway actually put out a vacation rental trends report for 2018 where they talked a little bit about this. I think they have positioned themselves to turn on a dime if they have to. They've got the horsepower to be able to relook at this thing. I do think they're going to get a lot of pushback from the travelers. I've already seen it. I've experienced it myself. Over the next few days, I'll be traveling and I actually got a vacation rental. I went to HomeAway. I found the property. I reached out to the person who managed the property. I'm being very careful in my words. And I was going to be charged $499. And so I reached out to them in another way and said, is there a way we can avoid this? I avoided the traveler fee. I did not pay the $499. Maybe they're going to figure out a way to, uh, to track me down, but good luck on making me pay. Yeah, but if you listen to the last podcast and are not so hot off the press... Soon, that poor guy that you booked with might be charged 10%. Right. But, uh, so give him a different email. I do want to shout out, as the exciting thing about us having an independent voice here on this podcast is I hope everybody is coming up with their book direct campaign. And when your guests depart and you do your checkout call or whatever you do when you say goodbye to them, if they booked on a third party, remind them that they can save money if they book directly with you next, if that's true anymore. But it is still. Good okay. Luck. Yeah. Uh, what's your next one, Tim? Well, I think it ties right into that, and that is the importance of VRBO will start to decline as we, as vacation rental managers, have branding strategies. The VRBO, of course, you know, people remember vacation rental by owner. There are fewer and fewer by owners out there, and so mm-hmm. I think the importance of that site particularly will decline. It's not become the Kleenex of vacation rentals. Airbnb has kind of taken over the term. And so you don't hear people say, oh, I got a VRBO anymore. And so I just think that it's going to start to decline. And it's going to be also as a result of just what you said about us executing our branding strategies better. I think that is true. I sure hope it's true. You think all of this is true. (laughs) I know. I don't think it will decline as fast as we probably hope it will, but there's a lot of people still out there that don't even understand what VRBO is. They say, well, I got a VRBO. It's like, no, or I got an Airbnb. No, that's a listing site. It's There's a mass confusion still out there in the marketplace. 
And we're all so little, it's hard for us to change that perception all in 2018, but Mm -hmm. we'll try. I want to do the next one because I think you may say no on this one. Okay, go. Okay. Vacation rental managers are going to start to wise up to HomeAway particularly on their entire data mining and somebody is going to file suit against HomeAway and they're going to win. Oh, I want to say that's true, but I'm going to say eh, oh, come on. And the reason is, is because they always make us sign a new contract and a new agreement. And if you sign it, you can't sue against it. So I don't necessarily think HomeAway is getting data they don't aren't entitled to get. I think yeah. there's a lot of agreements with different software companies and uh, and vacation rental owners that they don't understand what they're signing. So I'm going to say no. Okay. What? Well, maybe if I took out the and win part, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to file suit because uh, my my son, the rising attorney, tells me there's nothing to stop anybody from suing dad. <laughs> it's just a matter of whether they're going to win or not. And so I think somebody's going to file suit and say, I didn't know what I was signing. Anyway, that would be a fun, that'd be a fun case to watch. Yes, right? it will. <laughs> we'll watch it. Okay. Next one I'm going to give you is, do you think, as you said a minute before, I think you probably do, that rent by owners will be more and more scarce and pro- professional management will be a big thing for travelers. Travelers will start to look for companies like ours. Do you think that's true in 2018? I absolutely do. Again, back to my example a minute ago about me avoiding the booking fee. It was with an owner. I was talking directly to the owner. I have paid this guy money. I am so nervous about Mm -hmm. what I'm going to find when I get there. Is the cleaning standards going to be there? Is the picture really representative? Man, I, you know, me of all people. Oh, gosh, it better come off okay. <laughs> That's all I can say. But I, I would, mean, Tim, you know, I'm nervous for that owner. Well, that's another thing entirely. <laughs> yeah, he's meeting me at the airport. And uh, I said, are you sure? <laughs> so, he's trying. But, again, I, there's just something to be said about going to a website and seeing standards and seeing multiple properties and, and so on. I, I just think. As you got into the business years ago, we explained in episode one, it wasn't anybody doing a good job and you had to do it yourself. And I think that's a mentality of a lot of the people that got into this, the owner direct thing. But that's not the case anymore. There's very good professional managers in virtually every market in the country now. Well, plus I think so many owners are disillusioned by the sites they were listing on and they feel like it's just become too much to handle if this isn't their full-time job. I agree with that. Yep. I think you're going to agree with this next one too. Interior design is going to become a bigger deal in 2018 in our vacation rental houses. So in 2018, we're going to do a podcast on this. That's how much I think it's a bigger deal. (laughs) I say yes all the way with this. I think that would actually have been one of my comments for 2017, noticing how much guests are being more discerning in their choice based on how a property looks in pictures and not just are the pictures well taken, but what's in the pictures. Absolute yes. I saw something today on one of my Google alerts. Eric Breon of Vicasa was talking to a travel conference, and he was talking about Vicasa has pretty much become the Amazon of vacation rentals. And his point was that you can buy an $80 toaster on Amazon, and you can buy an $18 toaster on Amazon. And the point wasn't lost on me. But I'm thinking, you know what? People aren't going to remember the $18 toaster. They paid for the $18 toaster, but they expected the $80 toaster. And that's what I've found 
particularly this year, that you just you can't say that you're everything to everybody. You have to have standards, and interior design is really where it hits the road. Kind of a cocky statement, but when you dig into it, he's almost ripping on his business by saying he's the Amazon. Mm. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Yeah, well, I, I gave him credit with the analogy once he explained it about having a variety of options. And we've talked about the branding of properties. You have platinum-level properties. You have bronze-level properties. But I'm not sure everybody tunes into that. I think all, all they see is the pretty pictures of the platinum properties. And when they rent the bronze property, yeah, they are upset. <laughs> and so you got to do a pretty darn good job of explaining the difference. So this very topic is what I want to get into with interior design. And that is a conundrum that I know you're in with me, Tim, is what to do when your owner doesn't want to upgrade and they just think, well, no, I'm not going to. It's like, mm-hmm. but I represent your home and how you handle that is tricky. So we're going to have to we're going to have to dig into that. Okay, let's go to the next prediction. I'm going to take it. Here it goes. Tim, do you think that the vacation rental manager in 2018 will have to take full responsibility for their inventory? No more blaming the owner. So that's right into it, yeah, right? Buddy, that, you just that teed kinda, it up. Yeah, I know. That's going to be something that they can't say, "Oh, well the owner just won't get a new refrigerator." Right. It, it's it's unacceptable. People Mm -hmm. expect when they walk in, the house will look like nobody's ever been in there before and that there won't be crate furniture. And if it has a 4G high-definition TV, that you have 4G high-definition cable that goes with it. The expectations are off the chart, and we have done it ourselves. We've been chasing the hotel industry for years. This is what they do. They keep raising the bar, folks. we yeah. got to do the same thing. And you can't just hide under the couch or under your table and go, the owner doesn't want to do what he said he was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one was way too easy for you. I'm yeah. going to give you another one. Okay. Do you think the trip length, this is a big, this is what I really want to ask you because you do week-long rentals. I do. Do you think the trip length, of American traveler, we won't even go to the international travel, but the American traveler will continue to shorten in the length of the stay. Yes, I do think that. I reluctantly say that because it really affects my business model. Our average booking is still greater than seven days, but all I have to do is hold up the mirror. I took a week long vacation this year. It was the first one I'd had in 14 years, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not going to change anytime soon either. I may get away for three or four or five days. Even the trip I'm taking here in a few days, with I'm taking my whole family. We can't take a whole week because I got two of my kids that have to do this, that, or the other. We just can't. We can't make the schedules work. Mentioned getting married to Deb. I proposed to her last Christmas. It took us eleven <laughs> months to get married, and we finally had to elope because we couldn't get our kids' schedules together. Yeah, you didn't even have any attendees. Her dress was gorgeous, but it didn't have to be custom made for 11 months. That's right. It just took so long to get away. So this is back to why we're doing predictions. Think about how you're going to change your business or adapt your business to handle these trends that really are out of your control. You can't control the American's busy schedule. You have to fit into it in some way that keeps your profits up. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to go to the next one. Social media It's going to be key in marketing for independent companies. What do you think? (sighs) It's a toughie. I I have to say yes or no? Yes. When you say it's going to be key in marketing, I'm still going to go no. I I know you don't agree with me on this. I haven't seen it be key yet. Maybe we're not doing it right, but I wouldn't (laughs) call it key. 
It's okay. You're entitled to be wrong. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So I do believe it is going to be key. To me, social media equals money because others are not doing it well, and you can build a following, and you, you can translate those likes into money. So there you go. Okay. How about this one? Steve Milo likes to talk about this, get controversy going. Branding is become going to be more and more important than ever. You better have a brand plan around, I guess, with social media and everything else, or you're going to get buried. Like, it's really going to matter that people know your name. Steve says no on that. I I, he's not here on the broadcast with us, but I feel his presence. He would say no. That branding stuff's over, <laughs> overblown. I don't agree with Steve on this, and we've had some discussions about it. I do believe it's going to mean something. The worst thing you can have is a letter I got from Mrs. Alor. If you're listening, Ms. Alor, I got your letter, and I appreciated the points. And she rented a house from me, and she said, this house did not live up to your standards, sir. Ouch. Mm. And, it, and she rented from me for five times, so that's the other part of it. And on her fifth visit, she rented one that she said did not meet my standards. And so I took that to heart. I've actually... We're in the new year here in a couple of days. I have relieved some owners of their responsibility to me for this very reason. Yeah. This goes back to the interior design that we're going to have to dig into. Your brand is affected by some things you might not feel like you have control on it. And you have to take control because is that woman going to come back? Hopefully. But if she has another time that it didn't live up to your brand, you're hurting your company. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Okay. How about this one? Okay. The software you use, and, and I guess it could be any software, but especially I think your platform, your vacation rental software platform where you take reservations, they're going to need to raise their game so we can raise our game. I think a lot of times we feel handicapped. Managers are going to need to specialize software to grow and manage their inventory. Three years ago, cutting edge will be standard soon. It's going fast. What do you think? Is, are they going to have to raise their game? And I guess the question is, will they in 2018? Yeah, I was just going to say, you, it sounds like that's more of a mandate than a question <laughs> for me. Yeah. You know, hey, you people, you better do this and you better do that. But if you go to any of the trade shows, you see this happening. There's companies that have software that relate specifically to inventory management, specifically to inspection of properties specifically to the interior atmosphere absolutely specialized software is going to continue to grow it's going to be continue to be more important to us we can't hire enough people to do all this stuff for us so the software's got to be a big player so yeah that's a good one how about ota air quotes ease of booking end of air quote will battle the awareness of the ota traveler fee among guests that's just a yes yeah, right. we already covered that a little bit, didn't we? Measure that. So give me another one. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of weak. Uh, <laughs> newsletters are a thing of the past. Do you mean like e-newsletters? Or yeah. what do you mean? Like yeah. e-blasts? Like people don't read them. Hmm. I agree that newsletters in a way of 15 different articles, small font, we laugh them off that if it's not above the fold, they're not going to read them. But I believe that e-blasts and email still will be a very effective way to get to guess. Right. Maybe there's a reinvention there. I'm going to give you one. All right. Mobile is going to be big. <laughs> so I'm going to predict. Is this 1989? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to predict something. Our mobile bookings, so online bookings made on our website by mo- mobile devices, that would include iPads, includes about 60% 
we're at 60%, 50 to 60%. I'm just going to personally, so we can actually measure this, Mm -hmm. say that we'll be at 75% by the end of 2018, if not more. In terms of bookings? Less less people are going to, what? I'm sorry, in terms of bookings or traffic? The device that's using the device that's used to make an online booking is going to go from 50 to 60 to probably 75% of all of our online bookings will be done on a mobile device. Mm -hmm. I remember just a few years ago, somebody said, Oh, nobody's ever going to book off of a phone. I've done it three times in the last week. I think you're on it again. We haven't had many no's. How about no's? Let me give you a no, a potential no. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Airbnb will go out of business. Oh no. Come on. I do think Airbnb is getting major pushback. See it in the regulatory update on a weekly basis. North Carolina is really struggling with this. I happen to be with some key people on the state level in the last week, and they voiced to me what a concern the business model is for them of Airbnb. Because in our state, you have to have a real estate license to conduct brokerage operations. They consider the leasing of properties on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to be a brokerage operation, and Airbnb claims themselves to be simply a facilitator, but yet they want to hold the money. That's not going to fly. So I think they're going to get more pushback than they've ever had, but they're not going away. Plus, there's a lot of pushback on they're taking away long-term housing, and then they're also the pushback on, in some states, they're not enforcing tax collection. Right. Yeah. Okay. Nothing new there. Okay. All right. Give me let's one. See, I got you one here. Um, let's see. How about thirst for knowledge in the vacation rental industry will be at an all-time high next year? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. And so will our podcast listening audience. Yeah. The numbers. They're going to go through the roof. Mm-hmm. We should make a prediction on that. Well, it'd be nice. We have a few hundred loyal listeners. I would love to get that in the couple of thousand range because I know the people are out there. But yeah. I'll tell you, just did a little research on this. In 2017, there were 20, quote, formal education sessions that I counted, whether it be software provider doing a seminar or the vacation rental managers or VRHP or whatever. Next year, I looked at different calendars. I've already seen 50 scheduled events on the calendar. So that thirst for knowledge is definitely there. I'll also tell you, I was contacted by someone here in the last couple of days asking me if I wanted to start teaching classes on vacation rentals. Wow, serious? Where? At Harvard or what? <laughs> no, like going on the road and doing seminars. Well, that's weird. I, I guess I need to check my voicemail. I, I, <laughs> I can't know. Call. No, I didn't tell you. My answer was no. We're a package deal. Sarah's got to come. No. <laughs> hey, I was a high school teacher. I, know. I mean, you haven't even been a teacher. I'm offended. Okay, I got another one for you. Okay. How about. This is another yes. Video is going to become not just videos about vacation rentals, but video is going to be more of needed and effective way to reach guests and express what your area is like, what your properties look like. Video is going to be something we have to invest in. I agree. Can you say Matt Landau? (laughs) Every time I open up my email, the guy's got a new TV show. He has one today. He's already had... Nine episodes of his little YouTube video program. And then, of course, Homeway's doing it. My marketing team, all in on this. We have all this production equipment. Yes, absolutely. Video is big. Look at your, well, maybe not your kids. I know my kids, they look at this streaming video on their phones all the time. 
The TV, I got a 50-inch screen TV in the living room. Nobody's watching it. They're all looking at their phones with to see what the video is on Facebook or Instagram or Vine or whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, I called out on my kids getting a phone, but when I do have video playing on my phone, they they want to look at it. Yeah. They want to see video. They could care less about words and reading on uh, on electronic devices. They all want to do video. The tough thing on this one, I, I agree, it's going to become a bigger and bigger thing. Video is expensive. So, Matt, if you're listening, please let us know how you've created nine videos that look like you're a part of NBC. Because I just looked into doing a two-minute video about Winter Park and Why Choose Us, and it's going to cost me five to $8,000. Mm-hmm. That's not chump change when you're a company that's small like ours. So, we have to figure out an easy way or easier way to create video that, that's effective to get the guests to watch it. Right. All right. So we got a couple of more here, and we still have to do a not-so-hot-off-the-press here. So let's, uh, let's wrap this up. First of all, I got one for you, and that is vacation rental managers will have to ensure guests have a total experience when they rent. Speaking of Matt Landau, that local flavor maximizing your contacts and, and giving your guests some kind of value-added experience. What do you think? Are you just in the heads and beds business, or you have to expand your business? What do you think? Such a softball. Could you imagine if I said no? No, Tim. I think we're just booking properties, and then they're going to have to figure out what to do next. But maybe some of you out there believe that you just book properties. Heck no. I think you need to work on, and we're working on, how do we give them the total experience? I think that's probably the biggest trend of 2018 and the way our society is going is people are looking for a unique, authentic experience. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Oh! I do, just to be contrarian, I do believe we need to get the first piece right. And that's the house. We have so much work to do there to make sure it's clean, the check-in process, etc. Yeah, that stuff is great, but it's more aspirational. And so I think there's a lot of folks who may get distracted from the bottom line because if the house is not clean, if the roof leaks, if it's not in repair, it doesn't matter about the local restaurants. So, All right. Um, you're not disagreeing with yeah, me, okay. and that was so such a good comment. Oh, I, no. I, I'm serious because we do these huge wows, as we've talked about on episode nine. nine. We do all these things, but then if the guest shows up and they can't get their lock to work... What is the point that there's some exactly. gift bag inside or that we made their dog sled reservation? So good on you, okay. as you like to say. Yeah. That it, you know, Don't start messing with the rest of the experience until you get the lodging experience correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got one more. You want to take it or won't we? You go. Booking.com says vacation rentals will enjoy the best year ever. You want to do this in stereo? <laughs> one, yeah. two, three. Yes. yes. <laughs> we love that Let's prediction. Let's hope so. We love that prediction. Booking.com, we love them. <laughs> Vacation it, it, We are we are an industry that's obviously become very sexy and very prominent in, in the last 18 months or so, and so why not? Yes, absolutely. We can enjoy the best year ever. I'm going to leave us with a little bit of a downer so that everybody doesn't get too excited because I think we need to always be watching our back. One person I asked, a colleague of mine here in Steamboat, I asked their predictions, and they said they think there's going to be a market correction in general in the U.S. economy come 2018. Don't get too ahead of yourself, and make sure you're ready if that does happen, because people do cut back on vacation when the economy tanks. It could happen anytime. Just make sure you're set for weathering the storm, as Tim likes to say. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it's been a long time since we've had a correction. So that's not a bad prediction. <laughs> One day we're going to be right if you keep making that prediction, right? <laughs> so That's right. Now it's f- time for not so hot off the press, but definitely happening. And this one goes back a little bit. This came out through, uh, I think, Amy Highnote put this out on the VRM Intel back about a month or so ago. And that is Google is moving into vacation rentals and what on-site property managers should be concerned about with that. We've talked about this offline a little bit. Sarah, what are your thoughts about Google and the vacation rental beta program? Yeah, I mean, I'm still a little fuzzy on this, to be honest. But when we researched it and we knew some people that looked into it a bit more, there wasn't much backing this statement. So we're not seeing it happening. You would think if Google's in this, they would be very obviously in it. So I guess it could be happening, but I think the panic around it is unfounded at this point. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what they were talking about. The Google, was it the Google card? Uh, talking about, it, it, this came up in the OPMA conference, and we won't going to call the guy out, but it was initiated by one of the founders of an online travel agency, and he was talking about how you know Google was going to get into this business and how you would have to be certified and so on, and just don't find that it's happened. So I guess we're going to make a prediction this is not going to come true in 2018. But I would like to say that Google's in this business. Google is making thousands of dollars from all of us and even more from VRBO and others. So they're in the space. I just don't know if they're going to try to shake it up as much as people are saying. Right. But we'll see. The Google card, that's what it was. Google card is something they were going to have out there. And if you if you Google Google card, nothing comes up. So they're being very purposeful, very secretive if this is happening. We'll, we'll see. I, I don't doubt that they will, are taking note of vacation rentals. So that will do it for 2017. That's hard to believe. Season one is come to a close of Sea to Ski with Sarah and T. And so season two is ahead. We're going to be back and better than ever in just a couple of weeks. And so we're going to take off for the first of the year and re-energize ourselves. And Sarah has some skiing to do. And I need to head to a beach and lose this head cold. And so we'll look forward to seeing you guys in a couple of weeks. It's been a lot of fun, Sarah. I'm about to go through my busiest two weeks of the year, Tim. So while you're laying on the beach, (laughs) just know that I will have a full house of 170 guests every week. Fantastic. Yeah, but thanks so much, Tim. Thanks for all your hard work with this. Uh, We'd love to hear from the rest of you of what you thought of season one, and i I just so glad we did this. It was super fun, and I'm excited for season two. Absolutely. Look forward to talking to you guys soon. So long, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Sea to Ski with Sarah and T, Professional Vacation Rental Managers Podcast, brought to you by Sarah Bradford of Winter Park Lodging Company and Steamboat Lodging Company, as well as Tim Cafferty of Outer Banks Blue and Sandbridge Blue Realty Services. Together, Sarah and Tim manage more than 600 privately owned vacation rental properties, and both are regarded as experts in the vacation rental management industry. Music provided by Ben Sound. We encourage your participation on this podcast by sharing it with friends, and please feel free to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Comments or reviews on this particular podcast can be made on their website, Sea to Ski with SarahNT.com, where you can also subscribe to the podcast as well as provide them feedback on this episode or give them ideas for future topics. We look forward to speaking with you next time on Sea to Ski with Sarah and T.